Welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue, man. We coming straight from Houston, oh. Houston, Texas, hey. where it's hot and the bitch. women are thicker <laughs> than your favorite biscuit. <laughs> so, man, I'm going to let my guest introduce himself. You know who I am, A-Wall. But I got a very special guest with me today, my brother, man. Let him know who you are. DJ Mike D, man, from Houston, Texas, Mo City, Texas, to be exact. Man, uh... Very fucking happy to be here. You know what I'm saying? I've been hitting AWOL up. I used to text this nigga in the middle of the night. I text this nigga like 4 a.m. Like, hey, nigga, don't you ever in your life just comment on his podcast. <laughs> I hit that nigga up at any time. Just let them know I'll be fucking with, the, fucking with the podcast, bro. I'll be listening to this whole shit. Hey, man, that's what it's about, man. That's why hey, when we was coming to town, we out here for the Black College Expo, man, in Houston. I had to definitely... Uh, hit you up, man. Let you know because uh, I'm a fan of yours as well, bro. Just from the music to the podcast, everything. You just good folks, man. Yeah, man. You know I'm what I'm saying? That's what it's all about. Yeah. It's positive energy because we linked up. Uh, we'll talk about it some more later, but at the Revolt Music Conference in yeah. 2016 yeah. and just kept in contact. And that's what it's about, man. Supporting each other as we're coming up and whatever avenues we can, man. So Hell yeah. I'm excited to have you here, man. Hopefully, we can uh, do it again before I get up out of town. So what's been going on with you, man? Tell me a little bit how you got into DJing, all that good stuff. Like, what's what's really good? Man, crazy thing, bro. I've, I've told the story a gazillion times, bro. But it's like, DJing for me was something, I, it's just weird, bro. It's something like I always knew how to do. I can't even explain it to you. I can't. I can't say for nobody else, bro. Any other DJ would probably understand. I used to listen to Screw Tapes. Y'all know, I'm sure y'all familiar with DJ Screw. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, when I was growing up, bro, DJ Screw was like God to me, bro. I used to listen to his Screw Tapes, bro, and be like, what the fuck, bro? Because the shit was so different and so unique. Mm. And I'll explain more about it later, but like, I... in the 90s, bro, they used to have this program on the computer called PC DJ. Mm-hmm. I'm sure every DJ started on PC DJ. Before mm-hmm. you could get real turntables, nigga, you was downloading that shit off LimeWire, putting that mean-ass virus on your mama computer. Mm-hmm. Fuck PC DJ. So, nigga, I started on that. And from there, bro, I used to make mixtapes. Bro, I'm talking about I was in like 6th, 7th grade, bro, making mixtapes. Selling them at school, bro Handing them out at school I used to do the Valentine's Day mixtapes, bro I was getting hella ass Jodeci and shit What, nigga? (laughs) Pony, nigga All chopped and screwed Boy, nigga This was back when chicks was writing letters And handing it to you in the hallway You know Sliding it on your locker So chicks used to write down the list of songs, bro And give it to me I used to chop them hoes up Give them back to them, bro I was lit, bro So Around like eighth grade, bro, I had a teacher named Mr. Franks, bro. He taught speech. Everybody took his class. Mm. All the cool people, all the hoes, <laughs> all the live niggas took his class, seven period. So this nigga was a DJ too. Okay. So I used to go in his class. I ain't do no work, nigga. I used my job was to come in class and check everybody else. Ooh. I used to come in, sit down. Make everybody laugh and then be on the computer DJ. And I dialed up this shit at school too. So, and he was like, Bro, you be on this shit doing this shit all day, bro. Come to my house one day after school mm. and I'll let you get on my turntables and see how, see how you like it. Mm. So, I went to his house. He had a new Mark NS7. At that time, that house was about 1400, bro. 
I went there and as soon as I touched the turntables from fucking with PC DJ, right. I knew what I was doing. Right. Like this was my first time touching turntables, but I knew exactly what the hell I was doing. Mm. Got on, started mixing this shit. He was like, "Bro, what the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, he was like, "How the fuck you?" Know? I, bro, I was just like, "Bro, I don't even know." Bro, I just kind of know how to work this shit. I know how it's supposed to sound. Right, right. So, yeah, bro. Now, ever since then, bro, I went home. I told my mama. She let me run up her credit card, buy me one, and then pay her back with the money I was making. That's love. Yeah, bro. Ever since then, bro, it's just been like over and over again, just gig after gig after gig, getting better and better, bro. Mm. Yeah, bro. So what's the DJ life like in Houston? Man. As opposed to like maybe other places where you sing. I know you travel as well. Man, see, the thing about Houston it's very different than other places because, like, of course, with the with the like submergence of Serato, everybody right. believe they can DJ. Right, right. But it's clear who's a good DJ and who's a bad DJ. Right, because some niggas are just playing playlists. Right. Some <laughs> niggas are just, there's so many, boy. There's so many j- jokes out here right. when it comes to this DJ shit, bro. So, like. Only other DJs notice bad DJs. Mm-hmm. And people who are friends with DJs notice bad DJs. Mm-hmm. But the average person has no clue. Right. So when it comes to that, DJing in Houston is like, you got your good DJs and you got your terrible DJs, but they intermingle because mm. the club promoters want to pay $50. The mm-hmm. club promoters want to pay $100 when the good DJs don't. Like I DJ for $100 an hour. Right. So... You trying to pay hundred dollars? You you not looking for me? Right. But I need to be in the club in order to get my name out. Right, get your buzzer. So, bro, it's 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 a grind, bro. Twenty four seven, it's a grind, bro. You gotta you gotta argue with these motherfuckers about getting paid, and then you gotta get underpaid but overperform. Right, because because the people in the club came to see you, right, and they want to see a, they want to have a good time. So you gotta weigh. Overperform, but at the end of the night, it's just like some bullshit. Right. So yeah, bro. See, I be getting interested. See, that's why I like bringing in different people. Cause now I got more <laughs> questions for you. Yeah, bro. So, a, so this fly. is what I. So for mm-hmm. a DJ, like, where is it that balance of you trying to, uh, you know, get gigs and book clubs, and then trying to like break artists as well? Like, whereas you know, what I'm saying you trying to go and find new music that mm. you could play in these clubs. Where is that balance for? Okay. Put it like this. This this is what I believe my talent is. Mm-hmm. Being a DJ is not um, playing records. Mm-hmm. Like, I tell people, people be like, hey, bro, can you teach me how to DJ? I can teach you how to work turntables in five minutes. Right. But I can't tell you what song to play. Right. You got to know how to do that. Right. That's where I believe my talent lies. Mm-hmm. Because when I hear a song, I can tell a hit record when mm-hmm. I hear it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm on to new shit. That's why, I like... The Kicking Shit Podcast also goes with oh my uh, shameless plug my podcast yeah, the Kicking Shit yeah. Podcast also I, ain't I even got tripped at you yeah, ain't even, yeah I got Kicking Shit Radio oh, okay where I, I put mixes out where that's at oh same place same place okay so, SoundCloud, okay SoundCloud, SoundCloud okay okay and my website djmikeD.com. right so what when, when I do on Kicking Shit Radio is I play the hit songs before their hit songs right like if you look at my listing right now shit like. Rake it up, fucking Bodak Yellow, fucking um, that OT Genesis thick. Mm-hmm. That shit was on my playlist five months ago. Mm. So, but that, that's what I put it out for. I do that to say, okay, 
these are the songs that I'm saying are going to be hit records in the next five months. Mm. Boom, I put all of them on a mix. So when you listen to my mixes, you're like, hey, I'm getting put up on all new shit I never heard. Right. But three months from now, you'll be in the club and be like, bro, I've been heard that shit on my right. D shit. Right, right. So that's what I do it for, right, right, to try to do that. To break the new shit. Some DJs break new shit, other DJs just follow. Mm-hmm. And when you when you able to do that, bro, because when you DJing in the club, bro, the worst thing you can do is to play a song that nobody knows. Mm. Because the average person in the club, they, they just want to hear what they know. They want right, to right, right, right. turn up, sing their songs on their Snapchat. Right. But when you can play a song that nobody knows, but they get put on and they're like, oh, shit, what the fuck is this? Right, right, right. You live. That's, right. that's when you're, you're, doing, you're having a great time. Bro. Right. So how do you find the balance between people that already broke and then, like, local talent that just got flame shit. Bro, see, that's the thing about Houston. Houston Houston is a different place. Mm-hmm. Houston is not like Atlanta, bro. Houston and my city might shame me for this if they hear the podcast, but everybody knows it's true, bro. Mm-hmm. Houston don't fuck with home when it comes what? to... Yeah, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. In order to be from Houston and have a hit record, you got to have a hit. Like, a hit hit. Like... A huge hit. Back then, they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. I wasn't even DJing then. I don't even know. (laughs) I don't even know if that was a hit. (laughs) That was too old. (laughs) Mike Jones. Well, how about that one other one? Uh, uh, Tipping on four four. Like that shit. Like like like. Okay, when it comes to damn, we finna go back, bro. But. I was on that shit heavy in high school. I'm gonna answer answer that question and I'm gonna come back to what you say. Okay. Okay. The last hit hit that I can think that made it to the clubs out here was fucking uh, Sauce Walker, Too Legit to Quit It. Mm -hmm. Sauce Walker, that record, when it came out, it was here in Houston, but it was on a mixtape. I need to spit my gum out. I'm disrespecting. Yeah. Nah, go on here. It's right there. Mm. Wait a minute. Hold on. Right quick. Let me. Now you good. All right. We back. Um. What was I talking about? You just have to edit all this shit out, too. But the two legit to quit it record. So, like, that hoe right there. That hoe was on a mixtape out here that the South Twins put out. But, like, people wasn't fucking with that hoe. Just because, mm-hmm. like, South Walker, like, we know him. Like, right. he, be, he be around. You know right. what I'm saying? But when it started getting picked up other places like Drake posting videos, listening to it, and you got LeBron James and athletes in the locker room right. and Floyd and them That's posting true. on Instagram, listening to it, then it comes back to Houston hot. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to Houston, bro, people not not fucking with the with the Houston music. Mm. But this is to, to the second point. The screwed up click in the Swisher House era, that shit can't be touched. Like, you can play that shit today. That shit going up. All right, all right. People fucking with that no matter what. All right. Like, Houston is, we we like, it's not like we behind time, but the last Houston rappers we respect 24-7 screwed up click. And that shit was in 9-5, So, like... Who was who? Who would still be a part of that? Like zero, right? Yeah. Fucking uh, little Kiki, damn. Big Hawk, Mo, Fat Pat, shit like that. Right. That's hundred percent Houston. Niggas right. like fucking with that no matter what. But like, I can't even tell you who from Houston right now that like. Cause I ain't wait. Ain't Travis Scott from Houston? Okay, so that's a different thing. Travis Scott is from Houston, but he didn't blow up in Houston. Right. So it's not like 
he was performing at Warehouse Live and right. everybody was just going and then he blew up and turned into something else. Right. A lot of people don't know that Travis Scott moved to New York mm. because uh, his DJ, what's his DJ name? Chase B. Okay. Was going to school in New York. So Travis Scott blew up like, not he didn't blow up in New York, but his music wasn't really like prominent popping, here. Right. It wasn't popping like that. Yeah. He came back to Houston with a hit. Mm. Yeah, bro. So like, and Travis Scott, Travis Scott from my hood. Like, mm. I, I should know him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, in that Scissor song, how he say, that's that Mo City, that side. Like, if Travis Scott was popping in Mo City, I would know him. Mm-hmm. You know, I, would, right. I, I would know him personally. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, he wasn't that in Houston. Because mm. Houston, I don't understand. I, I don't get it either, bro. If I could do anything to change it, I would. But Houston, it don't work. It don't work like that. It's crazy, bro, because I feel like like out of all the places I travel, like I hear that shit a lot. Atlanta might be the only place where the, I don't hear that. New the York, is, the Bay, LA, all of them feel like, bro, they don't fuck with like local artists. But the thing about that is I hear the same thing about Atlanta. Mm. But people move to Atlanta. People that's from Atlanta mm-hmm. say that the people that you hear from Atlanta, not from Atlanta. Mm. They moved to Atlanta mm. and then got popping that way. Like that, yeah. Like to this day, I still think about moving to Atlanta just because I'm like, shit, I can move out there and blow like everybody else do. But right. shit. Like, like the Migos, they rep Atlanta, but they from like a different part. Right. They from the north side, which is not like really like yeah, I, I didn't learn about all that shit till my cousin put me on it. He was like, "Yeah, bro, like when you start talking about like stank on your Georgia and all of that yeah. type of shit, that's not really Connect. Atlanta. Yeah, that should be like out. Right. But it's just like Atlanta is the right. thing that everybody that resonates with everybody, right. so they say that. That's like in, in Houston, we got like Cypress, we got the Heights, we got like Spring. All of them fucking people say they're from Houston. Mm. When nigga, your address say something else, right? Not from Houston. <laughs> But that's just that's some Houston shit, bro. Right. Yeah, dog. Hey, man, but that was that was a perfect intro there because I love Houston. Man. I actually got uh, my mom's pops is from out here. Yeah. Yeah. So my second time coming out here was last year, but he grew up between like Houston and Beaumont. Okay. Yeah. So he was in both spots. So I got to explore some more. You got to put me on to some stuff while I'm out here, man. Hey, for bro. Sure. Where y'all ate at? Where y'all ate at tonight? We just did Waffle House today. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Waffle we got it. We got it. Nah, yeah. Waffle House, nah. That shit yeah. don't count. Y'all get the biggest congratulations. Right, right. You played yourself. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> that shit don't count. Yeah. Nah. Y'all here for two weeks, nigga. I got, I got two weeks worth of restaurants. Y'all gotta try. Yeah, and we going yeah. to the club this weekend. Y'all you gotta DJ. go to breakfast. Where you DJing club? at? I'm going to set. Set. Okay. After set, y'all gotta hit the breakfast club. We hitting the breakfast club. Breakfast last time. I think we did go to the breakfast club yeah, last yeah. time. Yeah. But we ain't go after some club shit. Yeah. Right. That whole open, <laughs> you know, that's exactly. different. That's different. That whole open from was, 10 to 3 a.m. Right. That's like going That's like going to Roscoe's in the afternoon versus going after the club. It's yeah. like you know what you see in the Roscoe's. Right. 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 So, uh, let me see. What else? Y'all right here? Y'all, y'all been to Papa Do's? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. Y'all got Papa Do's right there. Y'all got, I gotta hit Max's. Y'all gotta get the fried lobster at Max's. Oh, I ain't did that yet. We gotta do that. Man, just text me, bro. Every day you oh, just yeah. text me, like, hey, bro, what to eat, bro? We on it. <laughs> we on it. We on it. So I got DJ Mike in here, man. We know we gotta have some rapper, some hip hop talk oh, I'm before we get it. into uh, some networking stuff, how we met, the importance of all of that. 
But uh, this dude, Keith Olbermann, man, from CNN. Okay. I know I sent it to you. Yeah, okay. But he said, basically, it's, it's a white dude, white man from CNN. He basically said. <laughs> you got to say that. You got to yeah, say that. You got to say that. He basically said that Eminem made, you know, hip hop respectable, you know what I'm saying, with his freestyle on the BET Hip Hop Awards. Now, I'm an Eminem fan. I love Eminem. Right. But I would never come out my mouth. But of course, <laughs> we of the culture, though. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, We're around right, it. So, right, right. like, you can't really expect nobody else to say something like that. But we got to be like, I don't know, we almost got to be like Jewish people with this stuff. It's like, you can't bring up hip hop, bro, if you ain't been stamped from yeah. someone inside of it. If you you're gotta not be hip hop. Yeah, you got to be of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I just wanted to see your thoughts on that, man. And just man. the Eminem. Just oh everything that's been spiraling since last week with his uh, freestyle and then this coming up. Hey, I'm not gonna lie, I, I might get shunned, and I might have to get kicked off the podcast. No, you won't. But Uh-oh. that freestyle, <laughs> <laughs> that freestyle to me was like it. It was more popular because of who it was. Exactly, absolutely. Because of because it was Eminem. But Eminem could have did a lot better. Yeah. He could have wrote a lot better, bro. The bars were like, they were subpar, bro. Right. But what he was talking about made it very popular. Right. Although, now that I'm saying this, I'm thinking like while I'm talking, Mm -hmm. Eminem could have said a bunch of shit about the same shit that none of us understood. Mm -hmm. Like, he could have put those bars together and it been too complicated. Mm Mm-hmm. When he was simply trying to call white people out on right. the shit, or Trump, right. on the shit that he's doing. Mm-hmm. So, if that was what he was doing, then I felt it 100%. He got his point across. Right. But the Eminem I know and love, bro, on BET Hip Hop Cypher, I'm thinking I'm about to get hella bars, bro, just off the top. Now, I also got to piggyback off of my man Charlemagne when he said, my son... Freestyle was better than Eminem's. You said who? Oh, my son. My, my yeah, son, yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah, son Cypher yeah. was better. It was, hard. it was hard. Right. Like that's kind of what I expected. Eminem didn't even have a beat. Right. It, like it, like it, 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 it was a lot wrong with it. Right. But at the same time, the what he was saying was like, all right, cool. We needed Eminem to say this right. because he's one, a legend in hip hop. Absolutely. Two, he's white. Right. That shit. That's it. Right. Like, those two things mean like, okay, white people going, white people going to hear this. Right. right They're going right. to listen to this. Right. Like, Papoose would have gave the meanest, yeah, Hell alphabetical yeah. <laughs> some, slaughter, some dumb shit. To, right. Right. But white people would have turned that shit off in first ten seconds. Right. But because it's Eminem, like they really. Right. And look, you know what's crazy? What you said about that, Lord Jamar had tweeted something. He was like, man, like, you know, he said the same thing. My son's joint was better. Right. And he was like, well, why Eminem couldn't do that on like a white network or something like that? But my thing is this. Like, we didn't already talked about, like, I saw that shit via Twitter. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. That shit was the number one trending topic. Right. So that's where most true. of the people was that's looking true. at it at. That's like, true. you know what I'm saying? That's true. So it didn't matter what network they put it on. Yeah. He said the shit and it went viral. Right. It lasted off. Right. That, 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 that does make a lot of sense because 
Only because of the age we're in, social, right. the social media era, bro. Things are gonna when something happened, that shit everywhere. Right. I got another topic I'm gonna get to yeah, yeah. because of this too. Right. That shit when shit happens, that shit goes everywhere. Right. Now, had Eminem said this on SNL, right, it would have been totally different. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. nigga, when SNL come on, white people are tuned in. Right. And he got up there talking all of that. Right. They would have cut the camera off on him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They would have put him out the building. But get the fuck out of here, man. Right. But I think I think for what it was, bro, I, I appreciate Eminem taking his time to do that. That's it. Cause he been out of hip hop not out, but he haven't had a, a record or album out in a while. Right. He came back to Same. say that. Right. In defense of what black people are going through. So right. I appreciate the Eminem. And that. I think that's what it was more about anyway, man. Yeah. I think more people was just excited that Eminem was back. back. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to it was like the hardest shit, you know right. what I'm saying, they ever right. heard. Right. They were just happy it was back. So I, I was happy about that too. But it's like, yo, white people, man, I know you fuck with Eminem the same way <laughs> we do. But do not step out of line and be saying shit like he didn't said the most political shit ever. But you know what? At the same time, I can't fault them for that because that might be what they know. That's their fan reference. But my thing is, say that's the best shit you've heard. Don't say it's the best in hip hop. Yeah, ever. no. Like, you know what I'm saying? In 27 years, that's where you start fucking up. My nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? I'll spend the rest of my life sending you records. Like, yeah, like, I'll, I'll spend the rest of my life tweeting you records that are better than that. Bro. Yeah, like, so that's that's all it is. It's just like, do your research, man. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. But we love Eminem. Yeah. We definitely love Eminem. You was about to bring something else up? What was I about to say? You said it was something you was going to bring back. If not, I got something. Oh, Go social ahead. media is getting white people out of here. <laughs> social media is getting white people out the paint. I'm talking about, bro, when I seen that coach for the Dolphins snorting coke on Instagram, I was like, bro. Oh, man. You ain't see that shit? Bro, I was like, wait, these cameras are getting these white people out of here. These the the Harvey Weinstein joint, he getting recorded telling bitches to come in the restroom. Like these cell phones and these cameras are getting white people out the paint. That's a filthy white nigga right there. That <laughs> Weinstein or whatever, he got caught up with someone else again today. Oh, I don't even care about it. I don't even care about it no more. That's another thing about social media. Like when shit happens, it happens. Right. We know about it, then we like, all right, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it won't be long, bro. It won't be long. It you know, definitely won't. We'll get Trump out the paint too. All it's gonna take is a thought and a cell phone. And you out the paint. Yeah. Uh, th- think about that, bro. In the '90s, there was nothing on thighing the cell phone. You wouldn't get caught doing shit back in the '90s. <laughs> you wouldn't get caught. Nowadays, doing all you need is one thigh, one cell phone. That's it. The cell phone would be prepaid, nigga, and you gonna get them out the paint. And the crazy part about the uh, Dolphins coach too, that got caught up snorting coke, lost his uh, job, and all that. He was sending that video to a fucking stripper. That what? he was fucking with. Yeah, I've he never was, heard that. Part. Yeah, you gotta you gotta read it. He was sending the video to a stripper he was fucking with because she stopped talking to him, and she said the reason she posted it or put it online was because he was talking shit about the damn uh, football players that was taking knees, talking about he ain't fuck with them. So it was a black stripper that put oh. that shit out there. Cause, yeah, that nigga was on some Donald Sterling shit. Oh, for <laughs> real? Oh, she got him out the paint quick. 
Oh, wow. real quick, real quick. So, wow. hey, man, like that's 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 crazy. Yeah, that's it with that. I never heard that part of the story though. Yeah, you gotta you gotta look that shit up. That but shit. Shout was... out to that black queen right there. Yeah, man. Hey, you man, gotta get queens... white people out the paint, bro. Whatever you can. Yeah, the queens of the strip club. Never let the opportunity pass, bro, to the... give somebody white out the paint. The bro. queens of the strip club, man. And yo, my man, <laughs> one of my this is one of my favorite rappers, and this is funny because. I didn't even know about this story he about to tell you about, but apparently he got into some shit last year, too. Okay. But my man, Buster. <laughs> now, me and DJ Mike, we met at RMC, the Revolt Music Conference. Yeah, this is where did. we met. We did. And usually, like, I seen a lot of artists walking around there with security. Apparently, Buster bus and had that shit. Buster bus. Buster bus and had that shit. So, he got into it with some dude. He yoked him up. And it looked like it was about to go down at the RMC shit, man. So you guys got to look that up. It was on TMZ, but it's on Hip Hop DX as well. Right. But this is my thing, man. I know you be around them, too. In 2017, bro. Mm-hmm. Why? And you, I know you in the club. You got to speak on the sound. Why don't all rappers have securities with them? Like... At all times, especially if it's a public function like this. Yeah. But you know how it is. You walk in anywhere, you can see anybody coming in the bathroom, out the bathroom. Yeah. Like, it's just a lot of people. Ah, uh, man. Certain people, certain, like, uh, certain people don't need security. Mm-hmm. Certain people. Like, who, who did I meet that was, like, super cool? Nori. Right. Nori doesn't need security. Like, you're not about to go try him. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody knows, like, in my, in my, like, Nori cool. Right. And I don't even know him. But when I met him, he approached me exactly the way he approached me, the way the way I see him on the podcast. Right. So, Nori cool. I have no idea what happened with Buster Rhymes and why he was so angry. <laughs> like, if you Buster Rhymes, bro... What could an average person do to piss you off that much? Yeah. What did he do, bro? I really wish I knew that part. Two, I would have forced him to beat the shit out of me. I would have got paid. If he was the other dude? I would have got paid. <laughs> quick. Quick. I was talking about I would have did the hey. most dramatic fall ever when he pushed me. I would have did the most... <laughs> Yeah, it would have been ridiculous, bro. They would have got me. I would have been all over. Hey, we secure in that bag. Yeah, all the time. If he put, but if he put his hands on me, yeah, my back hurt, my neck. Yeah, my neck and my back. It's bust the bust, but I'm getting, I'm falling out. As soon as he pushed me, I'm done. So on the ground rolling. Yeah, man. I just, I just don't. But the only thing about that too is, Mike, man. I just. Folks be so crazy out here. Like yeah. I feel like people just be yeah. trying for either regardless of how cool you are. Yeah. Like if they know you, somebody would even if it's for a reason like that. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm I, saying? I like, see what you're saying. If he pushed me, like I'm about to get this back. You about to get the you check. You right. You right. And you're some right. people just like they so phony for, like that. For that reason, yeah. you should have security. Some people, yeah. Not so that like. Not as if you're scared. Not of not like you're a sucker. So you're not yeah. forced to defend yourself. Right. Like Charlemagne said that shit. Like you don't necessarily get security for what people will do to you. You get well, it for what you might do, do to somebody yeah. else. That makes a lot of sense. You know what I'm saying? That makes so a lot I think of that's sense. what it comes down to. Because I I wouldn't I would never imagine like me getting into a Busta Rhymes fam. Nah. Busta Rhymes a big nigga low key yeah, too. Too like, big, my Yeah, like he been lifting weights. This ain't like nineteen ninety four Busta. The yeah, skinny. He got that old man strength. Yeah, the skinny <laughs> nigga with the old video, the weird videos and I shit. Nah, fight that nigga either. Nah, hell nah. Bust, Bust is yo. He benching at least three fifty. Yeah, at least three fifty. Solid. Right. Old nigga strength. <laughs> 
<laughs> Put the beat down on your ass. I'm telling you. Hey, wait a minute. So, wait a minute. Before we go any further, make sure you check out Get Far Magazine whenever you get a chance on all social media networks at G-E-T-F-A-R Magazine. Com and all of that. You know, make sure you follow us. I'm AWOL. I-M-A-W-A-L. If you got anything coming up, Mike, drop it right now. Secure the bag alert. Secure the bag alert. And boy, AWOL got sponsors in the middle of the podcast. When I get ads in the middle of my podcast... I'm gonna start wearing all white furs everywhere I walk, everywhere I go. I'm wearing all not white in Houston, furs. you ain't. <laughs> yeah, right. I say, not out here. You're not wearing that shit. That's how you know I'm eating. I don't give a fuck what temperature it is. Right, right, right. Looking like safari. Rolling up like Pimp C in the international <laughs> players anthem video everywhere. But yeah, man. Oh, y'all, make sure y'all visit DJ Mike D- www.djmicd.com, man. All my mixes, all my podcasts are on there. Make sure y'all check that out. And we'll post those for you on the uh, on the Instagram and shit for this sure, week, sure, too. Man, sure. gotta have you on there. Hey, man, your your boy is at it again. We got my man Derek in here, too, from the Black College Expo. You gotta say what's up at some point, Derek. You can't, up, just, can't just be you in this motherfucker, man. Watching the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk, <laughs> all, of that, all of that good shit. But... Hey, I think this is one. You was doing his, his shit at karaoke the last time we went too. But your man uh, R. Kelly got another young joint, man. You a trip, you a trip. And I, I didn't f- hear about this yet, bro. What, what's what's the school? Hey, wait a minute. So here, here's my issue. Here's my issue. So he said he got a girlfriend. He did, he just did a birthday party for. Okay. She just turned twenty. Okay. Threw her a birthday. Okay. Now she turned twenty. Yeah. So that means she was nineteen like last week. <laughs> but crazy. you know. In his defense, that's legal. You know what I'm saying? According to the right, law. Right, right, According right. to the law, right. which is more than he's done in the past. The right. You got to bring that up. But, like, yeah. my thing is, when did it start? Like, when would, when did you first start talking to her? Again, I seen the picture that he took at the birthday party. Now, usually at a birthday party, it's a whole bunch of people in the background and shit, photo bombing. Right, right, right. It was nobody behind him. Mm. Now, you know he'd been on his sex cult shit, mm. kidnapping you know, all of that type of shit. I didn't see nobody in the background. And third of all, like, what's wrong with R. Kelly getting something that's at least 25 and up? Just, <laughs> you know, just so we can have, like, you know what I'm saying? See? This was some ground room. Hey, just so hey, we hey. don't have nothing to talk about. Right. Like, we don't have, like, just get something 30, 25, 30, bro. But, but that's the thing, though. Like, all right. Again, bro. Dang, bro. I, I, I'm surprising myself right now, bro. Because I'm going to get put out the paint for real. Nobody's nah, going to visit nah, me. it's good. It's good. <laughs> this is the thing. Okay. We saying that only because how foul it is. Right. Like, he, <laughs> he's getting like a foul nigga award. Like, every year. Right. R. Kelly's foul. Right. But. How old is he like? R. Kelly got to be at least 50. Yeah. Late 40s. Late 40s. But at the same time. Guys, don't think these hoes are not out here <laughs> fucking these old niggas. Do not think for one second that that bitch on Instagram with 200,000 followers is not fucking a nigga in his 60s. Don't think that. What do these bottle girls, these hoes fucking niggas in their 60s, like, easy. Fucking two or three niggas in their 60s. Like, two are Kelly fam. Listen, like, it's morally wrong. It's definitely morally wrong for you to fuck bitches that you got kids they age. All right. If, you, if my own child is your age, right. I'm not fucking with. I can't. I right. can't. I can't. Right. But at the same time, bro, 
I kind of believe him. <laughs> in my heart, I kind of believe him. I don't believe that, like, okay, let me break it down. Break it down. All right, so hey, wait a minute. Don't leave no gray area because the women on here is going to be like, yo. They're going to keep me out of here. They gonna, gonna, make it clear. Make it clear. They're going to keep me donkey of the day for sure. No, no. Make it clear. Make it clear and concise. Okay. This is what it is. I do believe, like, okay, when it comes to, like, the sex cult, like. <laughs> yeah, that shit. I don't believe. Like, that, that, I believe that part is just criminalizing what he doing. Right. However, I, like, bro. Like I don't want to what, what, what else should I say Like knock on wood God forgive me I don't know what to say But Like <laughs> These hoes out here bro These hoes not doing nothing With themselves The hoes that's living in his house Like the hoes that go that route <laughs> Like That's probably the best That they could do That's probably what they want to do With their lives Right Like When I was 19 Almost 20 I was very ambitious Like right. I was on some shit like I'm going to college I'm going to school I'm about to go do this with my life Right these hoes are probably the hoes that are like, it's either stripping or going to go live with R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and to live in a nice house, I'll go live with R. Kelly. Like, like my mama love this nigga. I'm and like, on some real shit, we got we to gotta be honest about this shit. Like, if right. we got to talk about, like, this is the one thing. Now, my thing A-1 right now. Yeah, no way. <laughs> would you rather go to work right now? Or fuck Oprah Winfrey and go stay in her house. Oh, I'm fucking Oprah. I'm fucking that shit out of Oprah. I'm fucking that shit out of Oprah. What the fuck you mean? Oprah by sixty. I'm picking her down and I'm out. This is so. This is what it's about. Like this is what it's about. Now we know R. Kelly has you know pissed on sixteen year olds. Foul. You know he dated Aaliyah and shit. So she was fifteen. So yeah, I mean this nigga is a pedophile. He's definitely out. Yeah, he's definitely a pedophile. Now he like them young and green. Over the you can't. Now we can't technically talk shit about them if they over eighteen. Like right, that's it. Right. So you can't get mad at them for that. My thing is the nigga just don't give a fuck if you just posting shit like that. Like he's at a I don't give a fuck period of his life. He just gonna do what he gonna do. What's the difference between what R. Kelly was doing than what Hugh Hefner was doing? No, it's nothing to be honest. Like it's nothing. Hugh Hefner was doing it on a way another larger level. scale yeah, he too. Was, he had hundreds of bitches. All right. As soon as they turn eighteen, and that's why. That's why I can't not. The nigga like for dating something that's over eighteen. If he gonna do that's what he like him young and fresh and green. That's on him. Right now, what you saying was facts because this is some wild shit. I was talking to some high school girls. You know we go around. It's part right. of our job. We talk to high school girls. Right now we had uh we was doing we was doing something. We was requesting songs to do like a little karaoke type thing. Now. These are sixteen-year-old girls, bro. Oh, oh, they and they had requested like not even the ignition remix. They was requesting shit like a woman's worth, like so they was deep in R. Kelly catalog. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's they mama. Is you doing that? Fifteen, sixteen. That's they mama. It's that Saturday morning, it's time to clean up. Yeah. <laughs> is it? They mama. It is. So I can see, I can see how not for them, the girls I'm talking about, but for some that you talking about who just like, fuck it. Like, I know this nigga music and I know he like him like me. He rich. 
Right. He got money. At the end of the and day. And I'm 18 and I'm dumb as fuck. Right. Like, <laughs> they don't have money. Yeah, and I don't have money. It's either go live in my parents' house and listen to them and tell and wash dishes every night or go yeah. stay in our Kelly house where I have to stand in the corner an hour a day or something. Like, you ain't lying. Like, bro. I mean, you ain't lying. The odds are, are, are like, for them. I'm not going, I'm just keeping it real. For them, like, I can understand. No, I don't understand. But <laughs> <laughs> for them, that's. No. Those are the type of girls that he's attracting. Right. Like, of course, R. Kelly gives them, I believe, this is what I believe. Mm-hmm. He gives them a choice. And <laughs> they take the choice. No one ever accused him of rape. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. No one did that. It's just once you agree to the terms, you gotta stay. <laughs> you you gotta stay. It ain't no getting if out. If you want the, if you want if you want this 30 bands. I don't believe they wanna leave. Nah, I don't. I don't either. These girls get. I don't. Million? I just think they they young. Three million? I'm just, no, no, oh, boy, I'm, fuck no. Whoo. These girls get three meals a day. Oh, yeah, three meals. Yeah, they, they probably eat. they probably sleep in bunk beds. Like <laughs> he probably he probably got to put two in a room. Yeah, well, like also you know like Mickey Mouse and shit up yeah, in there. Yeah, but they probably know. got they. And no, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> they probably got a nice size you know tip repeating mattress where they get to sleep <laughs> at. They probably got a staff that comes clean the house, yeah. like. They probably get new clothes. He probably take them shopping. He buying bags for sure. Yeah, no, he not buying no bags. These you don't are, think he find? I bags? believe these hoes are getting Victoria's Secret sweatsuits. <laughs> the <laughs> pink, the pink. <laughs> <laughs> he he send one to the store and tell her get one in every color and bring them back in different sizes for all y'all. <laughs> I mean, these hoes get free clothes. They get meals, bro. And like, bro, your average woman, your average not. I'm not gonna say woman. Your average thought is doing a lot worse. Yeah, absolutely. And she would trade places with any of those girls on any day. Yeah, that's that's a fact. Right. I mean, that's just facts. That's facts. So, look, Black Twitter, uh, live at the barbecue listeners, our question is, is R. Kelly wrong for fucking with thought-ass bitches that's of age? Not underage. Wrong or foul? Or foul. Okay. Is he foul? He's definitely foul. For fucking with thought-ass women. He's definitely foul. He's that definitely foul. Of age. Not the ones that's underage. We talking about 18 and up. Right. Right. That's why these girls get... Well, and are you mad at that or are you, are you just mad at his history? Like, is that what it is? Like, let's be real. It's going to be an honesty hour. Off tops. His history. His history. It's uh, fucked up. Yeah, he got a yeah, fucked it's up fucked past. Up. I mean, we, it's no defending that. He got a fucked up past. It's bro. literally no defending that at all. But... I, he ain't learn from him, obviously. He ain't tripping. I think I still think he fucking something that's in high school. Like I mean, he not gonna oh, put it out there. Oh no, it's definitely documented. Yeah. Like my nigga used yeah. to like, yeah, like when he was think. hot. I'm talking about R. Kelly hot. He used to like ride around high schools in his bins, just like staking out high school kids walking home from school. Just nigga, we we talked about that shit on one of the earlier ones about how he hooked up, up with some of these high school girls. It's some of the weirdest. Most fucked up, nasty shit you will ever hear. But at the same time, like, it's really a microscope on it because he's R. Kelly. And guys, I'm not trying to defend R. Kelly. I'm just looking. As it should be a microscope on him, though. Yeah, I'm just just playing devil's advocate. As it should be. Because I work, like, like, bro, I'm in the club. I I, I work in the club. Right, right, right. I see these girls, like, the worst of the worst. Right. And what they do. Right. Like, I'm talking about these girls are like, 1920 and not on their Instagram. You got to check that Insta snap. 
You got to check that. That's where it all go down. Where that nigga with the gray hairs is in the pool at the crib. (laughs) And she drinking wine in a jacuzzi. Talking about that's her friend. Yeah. (laughs) My friend. My friend. This old ass nigga right here? That's her friend. That's nah. Like, girl, you drive a you drive a Benz, but you 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 a bartender, right? Or you wait, hold on, wait. And I work in the club. I see who's in here. Like, right. I, like bottle service ain't popping, right? <laughs> like, how you get that Benz, right? That old ass nigga is paying the note on it, right? Like, I'm just letting you know what's going on, right? 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 Like, and you know what she got to do to get the note paid. The chicks at your high school wasn't fucking the teachers. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, y'all know what's going on. I'm just being real. Listeners, y'all, y'all know what's going on. I'm telling the truth. I'm not lying to y'all. It's not a game. He definitely ain't. He the, definitely ain't. The, these high school students are fucking the teachers. Like, and, and and really, what is it? Like, pop culture now is to be fucking with an old nigga. Mm, That's what these girls are awesome. out here doing, bro. These girls are out here fucking with old niggas. Right. And that Kelly, ain't stopping no time soon, because that's been going on for a minute. Right. It ain't stopping no time R. Kelly soon. is just really taking advantage. Mm. R. Kelly's doing He's doing too much doing Yeah he's doing much. You gotta be on the low With your shit R. Kelly Like just a little bit Come on And white people Trying to get him out the paint But step They got back. niggas That's doing far worse Stepping in yeah, love Was a hit Yeah, I mean niggas Is not gonna stop Happy people was a hit Like niggas as a DJ It breaks my heart To still have to play R. Kelly <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting through A family reunion Without playing happy people Happy people. You not getting. You not getting hey, through the any ignition black- remix still going. And what's even worse, we say this all the time, but at every black graduation, you either getting the world's greatest or I believe I, I can believe fly. I believe I can fly. Oh, yeah, our killer's a legend. Yeah, I mean, there's no taking that away. You're not going to erase the discography. You can't. You can't. You can't. It's you can't impossible. Even, you can't even stop playing it. Yeah, it's impossible. You can't even stop playing it, bro. It's like, impossible. Like Nelly was just accused of rape. Can't I could get Nelly shit. out of here. I don't got to pay a Nelly record for the rest of my life. Hiding here is donezo. <laughs> like, <laughs> country grandma, yeah, everybody yeah. trying to hit that. Right. R. Kelly. How about Midwest Wayne? See, fam, I couldn't even tell you the lyrics to that song. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you the lyrics to the Midwest Wayne. Wait a minute now. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. When that shit came out, though, he was doing yeah, the, he was doing the, uh, what's that yeah, shit? The chicken head. Hey, while I was doing the chicken head. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, wait. So anyway, man, we'll, oh, yeah, look, we'll, we'll post that question and see what y'all say. But where you post the question at? We're gonna post it on Instagram and shit like that. Oh, okay. We'll post it on there. Yeah, man. Don't no, feel free to post that shit too. Man. And y'all follow so, me at DJMIC underscore D. Please follow my guy. And call me a foul nigga if you don't agree with what I'm saying. I'm just like Yeah, and we're gonna have him back on here so you can talk to him. Yeah, personally. y'all can put the shit emoji on all my pictures if y'all want to, bro. I just like to like have conversation, man. That's Ooh. it. I know. We over here. Brown, we was halfway watching school. basketball today too, man. Hey, get better, Gordon Hayward, man. He's Ankle snapped in half and shit. My bad. But my man Kyrie, you know what I'm saying? Welcome to Boston. Do your thing. Play (laughs) boy. Hey, real quick on this Black Excellence Report. Uh, Dipset is reuniting in New York November 21st. Thank God. The culture needed that. God is good. Oh, my goodness. I really mean it. I really mean it. Uh, Marshall, the movie with my man Chadwick Boseman was awesome. 
That shit was yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Even though I know Thurgood Marshall's entire life story. Bro, the movie was go dope though. They was dope. Like they they did that shit right. They did it right. It yeah, was dope. Yeah, it was check good. that out. And Shout out to the frat. Yeah, and I know you seen. Did you see uh the Black Panther? The new trailer? I seen the trailer. Oh yeah, just the trailer. See, but I'm I'm not really like into Marvel like that. But I you guess DC? I, I'm either. I'm oh, okay, okay, either, okay. I think I got to get into it because like a lot of people I fuck with are into that shit, and like I'm I'm thinking that Black Panther might be where I start. Right now, that'd be good. Just on some like black shit. Yeah, it just felt oh, good. I'm going. Yeah, yeah. I'm it just felt it. <laughs> it just felt good to see all them black faces in a superhero movie. Because yeah, honestly, like. They fucked us over in a lot of the black superhero movies. Like, you know what I'm saying? Outside of, like, Blade, I ain't really fuck with none of that shit. Like, Steel with Shaq when we was kids and oh, shit. Boy, oh, my no. God. That shit. And then you remember the one they had with Will Smith. What was it? Hancock? Hancock. Hancock felt, was cool, though. But I felt disrespected by that shit, low-key. The nigga was a drunk. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That is true. But the movie wasn't that bad. The, the movie, movie was, was The, the movie, movie was cool. pretty good. But like, it was just yeah, like, yeah, why yeah. we can't just get a regular nigga like y'all, man? You know? That was problematic. Parents killed or something like that, and then we come back like, why, man, gotta be, you know, a drunk and shit like that. But mm. Black Panther, though, looked dope, man. Angela Bassett is in it. Michael B. Jordan, Chadwick Boseman. Hey, that's black. Yeah, it's hella black. When like, you put I'm Angela about, Bassett in there, that's black. Right, Forrest Whitaker. Is Cicely Tyson in there? I don't know. Man. They might say, as well. It's Cicely Tyson. <laughs> yeah. If they got Cicely Tyson in there, yeah, you know, I'm going to keep it real, though. I'm going to keep it real, though. If you got to do a black superhero movie in Africa and not have Michael Blackson in it, I feel like you're a little bit disrespectful. Ah. Come on, man. Michael Blackson been holding Africa down for a minute. But man. Michael Blackson is not good for <laughs> cinema. It's like, like well, he's going to bring On some down. cameo shit? He's on some cameo be- shit? Nah, because he got to play a serious we role. We can't have him like selling fruit or something in the village? Uh, Buy this money, sucker. I'm with it. I'm with it. Give my nigga a check. Look at me trying to block a black man with a check. Give Michael Blackson a check. He was, hold, he was holding down Africa when that shit wasn't popping. I'm talking yeah, about Yeah, he front. was wearing dashikis yeah, yeah, on yeah, comic yeah, books. Yeah, yeah. What was it? Was it next Friday when he yeah, came in? Yeah, that yeah, Murasuka. Yeah, show him that. Show he him made that it respect. popular. I never knew so many African people until then. Yeah, that's real shit. That's real yeah. shit. So to bring this shit full circle, man, uh, we talked about networking before. Uh, just to let y'all know, uh, like we said, we met at the Revolt Music Conference 2016, man. Great and, experience. Yeah, and it was so dope, man, that I had hit you up because as soon as I seen, uh, as soon as I seen this video that Issa Rae had posted, she was talking about yeah, networking. Yeah, networking. I saw that people too. amongst. I was like, yeah, damn, that shit crazy. I felt that one in my soul. Yeah, yeah, I felt yeah. That one nah, in my but soul. it's real, man. Uh, so I just wanted to say, man, definitely make sure you network with the people around you, man. You never know how much talent you surrounded by. Like right, for real, right? And people who doing the same things as you, man. And in order to, in order to, like, kind of like piggyback on what AWOL is saying too. And I kind of, I've been dealing with this a lot lately. And when I watched that video, I kind of had to check myself about it mm-hmm. because so many times you, you, you want to network upward, like right? You want to go find the person that's in the position that you in and ask them like, how can I get, how can I get on? But right. the thing is, what I've been running into a lot. Is in the music industry, bro. It's like people climb the ladder and then pull that bitch up, right? With them, right? And they hide that motherfucker, right? Like they literally do not try to like help the next person get on, only because it's so hard to get on. Mm. And 
in the in the area that we're in now, like the stage we're in the social media stage, and like AWAR from LA, bro. I'm from Houston. I met him in Miami. Right. Like, just think about that dynamic, bro. He's from a whole nother state. I met him in a whole nother state, and then I bumped into you at the barbershop. At the barbershop. I was at the barbershop in Houston. I was like, what the fuck you doing? I need to get that barbershop too, because hey, the yeah, nigga my, need to cut. My nigga nice. <laughs> my nigga's dead nice. And actually, go tomorrow like around one, because he start early, but he he don't take a point. Wait, tomorrow Wednesday. He don't take appointments on Wednesdays. Okay. That's the only day you can just walk in. Okay. But anyway, yeah, go tomorrow. But uh, like another thing, like with that, people don't people are not trying to put nobody on no right, more, bro. Right, right. Everything now has to be created. Everything right. like if you got a team, you got to do this shit yourself, bro. Right. And you gotta like whatever you want to be, create that shit with the friends that you have now mm. and. I'm not on some like trying to give advice to nobody shit. I'm just giving you the advice that I've just got right. and I'm learning. Just because I I believe it'll be more helpful to people that way. Cuz mm-hmm. like AWOL, I mean before before revolt, I didn't know him from shit, can of paint, but right. like now I can hit him up and be like, "Yo, where you at? You you here? You there?" And if we're in the same spot, we linking up. It's just good good vibes, good energy. Right. But I'm sure anybody that's trying to get on, you've been in those situations where, like, you meet somebody that you plan to network with, and then you're like, "Damn, this nigga's a fuck nigga." Like, right. it's, it's, it's just bad energy. With like, right. like he tried to play me when I was just asking him. You know, I was mm-hmm. trying to get some advice, and mm-hmm. I got you know, what I'm saying? I got pushed off or pushed it aside. And nobody likes that feeling, bro. But when you got somebody that's just as hungry as you, you're like. We were literally, and this is crazy that I thought about this earlier. This podcast that we're on right now, I remember when I first met you, we were standing, we were talking to uh, fucking Rod and Karen from the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Right. And you were trying to get on. Right. And you were trying to figure out like how to do a right. podcast. We were both asking right, questions. Right, right, Hella questions. Yeah, we had fucking questions. Right. So, like, it's crazy that we're on the podcast now that we were trying to figure out how to do then. Mm-hmm. Shit like that, bro. I'm on this podcast. I can't call Nori and get on Drink Chats. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. just not how it works. Right. But if AWOL was in his first year of doing a podcast, I can call him and get on a podcast and mm-hmm. get his network and his followers to follow me right. and just network that way, bro. I believe, like, that was some of the best advice I've ever seen on Instagram. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was dope. And then I just to piggyback off you, too, like, uh, the dude, uh, Gary V, he said that shit. Mm-hmm. He was like, never underestimate the power of one. So like if you could go on my shit and pick up one more follower, nigga, yeah, that's one more than I had you know, five person. minutes ago. That's one if I could person. go on yours and get one, it's one more person than I had. And I believe in that shit. And just with the networking, I feel like a lot of those people like that you say is like, fuck niggas, man. Like it all comes full circle. And I think a lot of them are a lot more willing to help when they see that you've like developed something. Yeah, like, that's not, what it is. Because you can't be so prideful in yeah. the fact, like, to go back and say, like, yo, I met you at the conference two years ago. Yeah, I got this podcast I've been doing for two, three years. We didn't did such and such. Now you told me this. Now what's up? Yeah, like a lot of them. They'll fuck with you. Like, once they see that you got you something got established. Something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I think yeah. you got to keep that stuff in mind, too. But, like we had said before, like, make sure you building with those people who are growing with you. Because even, like, what we said with the uh, Black Panther joint, I forgot the name of the director or producer from it. But he went to school at USC, did a film school there. And then started fucking with Michael B. Jordan and did the low-budget Fruitvale Station shit. Okay, he did that too? Yeah, director. And then from that, which was basically an independent movie, them two built with each other all the way and got to Marvel. 
And you know oh, Marvel doing billion dollar yeah, figures. Yeah. Doing so that, we went wrong. from independent because we just started building with each other down here, grassroots, and yeah. made it on some Marvel type shit. Yeah. So remember yeah. all of that shit when it comes down to it, man. And I'm just like, I feel blessed, man, because I already know he about DJ Khaled. Who? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's man. DJ Mike D. Fuck that. Hey, hey, In a minute, yeah. that's what it's about to be. You hey, know yeah. what I'm saying? That's if how I look I at it. Be half of what Khaled is, I'd be fucking happy, bro. Yeah. Khaled yeah. is definitely, definitely my role model. Yeah, definitely. definitely. What I see myself out here doing, bro. But all AWOL listeners, man, fuck with AWOL, dog. This dude's good dude, bro. Good spirited, very good energy, bro. Like, I don't, I don't have a problem. And I, I know it. I do have a problem. <laughs> I do have a problem fucking with niggas I don't know. Right. But anyway, I was just cool, bro. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool vibes, bro. Follow this nigga. Share his podcast, bro. His shit is on the Apple Music app. I'm on the Apple Podcast app. Hit the fucking share button, man. I sent it to my gal earlier today. She fucking with the show now. And shit, now I'm going to be on this bitch. She going to definitely listen. Right. But... And I'm coming on your shit. And hey, now we just going to keep listen, paying it forward. Hey, listen, bro. Right into the top. God is fucking great. But, you know, this is what I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. Like... You being from LA, did y'all see Issa Rae doing that shit? Is that something that was like out nah. then? Nah, well, you know what's crazy about it? I was in college in Maryland, and my home, uh, my homeboy, his wife put me on to her other web series. I don't know if you yeah. heard about that shit, the, the Awkward, Awkward Black, Black Girl. Girl. Yeah. She put me on to that shit like in 2012 or some shit. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? She was like, man, this shit funny as hell. Like, you yeah. should check this out. And I watched it. I was like, man, this shit is kind of funny. So I seen it from that level, and then, you know, I just felt good for her just knowing that she started that shit, and then I found out about all her other story and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Because she was a regular girl. Uh, I went to uh, Bowie State University in Maryland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like 20 minutes from Howard, another HBCU. 20 minutes from Howard, about 30 minutes from Morgan. How was this out there, bro? In uh, Maryland? Yeah. It was fun, man. Is it expensive? That shit, Chocolate City. Like, I mean, it was expensive, but... It wasn't no more expensive than like it wasn't like New York or L.A. or no shit like See, that. Like you know what I'm saying? Okay. How do you live? How how expensive is L.A.? L.A. It depends what you're looking for, man. Like you could get you a studio type apartment, like some shit like that, for like nine hundred. Okay, see that's, you know that's reasonable. Yeah, but like a two bedroom apartment, what you paying? Two bedroom, you probably paying close to like twenty five, close to three. Okay. Yeah, but it, you know it all depends on areas and shit like that too, yeah. though. Because if you're talking about like Inglewood, some black shit like that, Los Angeles, still a cool area. Yeah. But it ain't like Beverly Hills or like Santa Monica near the beach or some shit yeah. like that. Like that's when you're gonna start really, really getting up there. But if you don't mind being around black people, you can find you some shit. Yeah. You know see, what I'm saying? See, I don't mind being around black people. But you don't want to be around no niggas. I can't be around niggas. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't vibe. <laughs> Like, like I've done too much in my life, bro. <laughs> I can't be around to be cut short. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't be around niggas who still who still looking for sneakers. Like if you still checking out my sneakers when I come out of my crib, what I size is them, bro? Yeah, yeah, we gotta fight. I gotta move. Right, I can't vibe. But if we just if it's just black excellence around, I'm cool with that. Yeah, that's but how I got. The thing I was asking because I'm looking to move, bro. I gotta go. You I think gotta, so? Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go. Because the thing about Houston Come fuck with LA bro and, and the thing was bro I swear to God in my life The lady hit me back today On email I'm looking for a job So mm-hmm. I'm supplying anywhere Right Because I gotta do entertainment Bro I gotta do music Right So I'm going back to school And I'm either going I'm, I'm applying now To NYU or USC mm-hmm. But I'm like I keep hearing It's so expensive To live in New York It's mm-hmm. so expensive To live in LA But I'm like 
I know niggas that stay in LA and I know niggas that live in New York. Like, how are yeah. niggas affording this? You or are you people staying it, on right? the outskirts? Right. Is that how it works? No, I mean, there's a lot of people staying on the outskirts like that want like bigger type shit to themselves. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're trying to do shit like that, but if you don't want to do a one bedroom studio type shit, I like, can't do a studio. Yeah, I but got if too you much shit. Yeah, if you don't want to do it like one bed, like you can find you some shit. Like, you could definitely find you some shit. Okay, how far do you stay from like. What's popular in LA? Uh, so I, I I give you to you right now. I'm at Inglewood. I'm basically like five minutes from the airport. So from where I'm at, I'm basically like 15 minutes from Venice Beach. Culver City is popping. That shit is only like 15 minutes from me. Downtown LA is about 30 minutes. And what's rent? Where I'm at? Yeah. About the same thing I just told you. Playing like yeah, you do like 1500 for for a one bedroom. One bedroom. Mm-hmm. Okay. 1500. Okay. So that's, that's, that's not too bad. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm thinking I was gonna have to do the most, but for sure, I I, I could fuck with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told the lady, yeah. When she asked me, she was like, "Are you into? Are you look planning to move to the Bay Area? What so kind of job is it? It's fucking um, cause I okay, what I do for a living, I, I hate it, but it's a fucking. It's a, hey, it's a it's a day job. No, I mean it's a great fucking job. Right. Most people are killed to have the job I have. Right. I just fucking hate it. Right. But I do accounting. Okay. So I work for an accounting firm here in Houston, and the job that I'm applying to is royalties accounting. Mm. So I'll be working for artists, making sure they getting paid what they supposed to be getting paid. Oh, that's dope, nigga. I get that job. Hey, listen. You out? I'm talking about that white fur. <laughs> wearing that hoe <laughs> in L.A., nigga. I'm <laughs> wearing that hoe. Wearing that hoe. Do that shit. For sure, Do nigga. that shit. Well, hey, man, keep me posted on all of that. We're going to post everything. And yeah, we gotta yeah, we gotta get you out there, man. We gotta get you out there. But drop your uh drop your Instagram handle one more time, man, so we have that. That's at DJ M I C underscore D. DJ M I C underscore D, man. Y'all follow me. Uh check out my website again, man. I put like the mixes that I was talking about earlier are on my website. Kicking shit radio. Oh, just go to SoundCloud, type in kicking shit radio. Mm. I'm on there. And if you in Houston and you don't fuck with my boy. I can't fuck with you. <laughs> Period. So anyway, we out, man. We appreciate y'all for listening, man. And in the words of the great uh, Imani Walton, Akuna Matata, niggas. <laughs>